0: I go do want then. to talk about um, Steven Gerrard because one why? possible title that I could put forward, which seems to work quite well for me, but isn't worthy of an entire video, is that I do have a problem with Steven Gerrard's appointment. It's, it's
1: too difficult because you can't improve what has gone on before. But that's and that's kind of sh- my
0: point of like why go, almost why why even go? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to James and Flav. For now, uh, apologies. Straight off the bat, um, we were away last week. Flav had some stuff on. Flabbered no, I was Disney available and waiting. <laughs> I
1: was just sitting here on my computer, uh, waiting for another Jaffan to appear.
0: Have you? Have you done that? Because I'm generally I'm worse than you when it comes to um, forgetting that we're doing a a mailbag or a podcast. Yeah, we,
1: I mean, it happened this week, James. <laughs>
0: happened this week it may have it may have you uh,
1: i said to you james i'm i'm literally in i'm in the i'm in discord waiting to record with you and i send a message it's some i can just tell when james is not <laughs> he, he, I, I, something's up something six, is afoot. foot
0: sense you've got it's because we know each other so well
1: well i'm just sitting there and it's like 10 past and it's like he hasn't responded and he hasn't and i took a picture and uh, I, I, I i sent him a message saying you know you he we gonna do what we said we're gonna do, hmm. and um, he sends a picture of Adamair, of Adamair, and then takes a picture of himself in Tesco. Yeah, going shopping instead of doing your job is not having a mayor. That's you making a mistake, James.
0: Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, I let down the patrons there, but we made it up the next day. Fortunately, there was a gap mm-hmm. in Flav's schedule, so we were able to do our mailbag. If you enjoy the podcast, and actually, in terms of comments of the week. Someone said uh, Scottish Taco 03, Scottish Taco 03 says "Uh, this podcast fully makes my week now. It shouldn't be free. McSlash, who is watching this live in the uh, chat right now, he said, well, the pod doesn't have to be free. If you head over to Patreon for less than the price of a pint in London, you can pay to consume this podcast <laughs> uh, and another one as well. And so get this like... one live and another one. So uh, get yourself involved. Best of all, you will be bestowed with the title of a moist slug. So he he he
1: said this, that when he said this podcast shouldn't be free and then McSlash said, all right, well, you can pay. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That, that, what, that was just a... Cliched statement I was making. I'm not, I'm not gonna actually pay for it. It shouldn't be free, but I'm definitely not gonna pay for it.
0: That said, I mean, Scottish Taco, I fully expect you to become a patron within the next week. You've got seven days. Um otherwise you're banned. You're banned. Yeah.
1: We'll never want you watching a single fucking minute of yeah. this content.
0: The your your words matter in this podcast. They matter so much, they literally create the entire running order. So talk, talk,
1: talk
0: is cheap. <laughs> it is.
1: It's so and, and he's
0: T O R Q U E. Talk is cheap. Can I? What's his name? This guy. What's his name? It's Scottish, it's Scottish taco. Scottish taco. Scottish taco. <laughs> um, can
1: I eat your words? Can I eat your sentiments? Mm. Can I go out and get drunk on your platitudes? No. You can buy drunk. I need your money to do that, don't I? Mm.
0: So uh, we, yeah we yeah look forward to every next week on the mailbag Scottish taco. Uh, so much to to get through. The Premier League is back. Um I put on Twitter. I think I might do this each week because it might be fun. Because actually the the comment of the week last week was what this, was right? Two weeks. So first of all, not everyone got it. Um we last week or two weeks ago, sorry, we did a podcast talking about why Antonio Conte snubbed Manchester United, <laughs> which came from uh, Flav Sauce I presume. And um Young WK, not everyone got it. Uh, he said, I'm disliking for clickbait title. Uh, the comments don't worry about show, it. Yeah, it's all engagement. Honestly, it's all engagement. Honestly, don't worry about it. Well, yeah. Aidan said, join the slugs. James said, less of that. Now shut up and listen to Buffet Chat. <laughs> uh, Rebecca Cully said, are you going to cry? Which uh, we spoke about <laughs> last week or two weeks ago. And actually, the comments from last week are amazing. This week's podcast I'm really excited about because we've got some power moves. We've got things that make you go... Hurr! And we've got some unbelievable samisms once ago. again. Daniel was also in the reply. He said, well, what have you won? It's an old school one, but I like it. But the comment of the week last week with 258 likes <laughs> says, uh, it's from Angus Simpson, clickbait title expertly draws out the ones who still believe this is a football podcast. Bravo, Jim. Bravo. Idiots. Power Idiots. move from Allcott. there. Watch out. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit clickbait. And it got me thinking, Maybe we can. Maybe I can milk this one a little bit drier. Sounds horrific, doesn't it? So I tweeted: and uh, returns today. Always in need of a juicy title. What have you got, slugs?" Um, and I'm intrigued to uh, to see if any of these are, are roads you want to go down, Flav. As we uh, enter I... the football uh, element of it, this will last, I would say, twenty minutes tops. Let's hope. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think
1: I, I think a new bit could be we let the guy, the viewers choose the title whether we talk about it or not and it can be anything you like well i mean well yeah it could we're be we're starting it to get could... somewhere
0: mate we're starting to get it 30k most most podcasts these days i well, no, no no
1: i mean no no it's got a... no, sorry I, I misspeak i misspeak mm-hmm. it has to be the most it has to be the most clickbait Football title. It's got to be clickbait. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, got to be right. football title. Yeah, and it's what's, got to get in the little, you know, the dry sluggy. Mm, what's and really
0: going to wind up the masses? That's what. What's
1: what's going to gain the most click through rate? That's fundamentally what we're asking. What kind of title and thumbnail can we use <laughs> to get as many people through the door? Yeah, knowing probably we won't even talk about it.
0: Yeah, that's what I think. I, mean, I think it do was, a, do it was that a piece of art a couple of couple of weeks ago. Um. Because of the word snub, you know, that's what takes it to the next level. Snub. Which, I mean, I don't know, we can probably quickly have a look at the old definition of the word snub. Snubbed. What do you, I mean, is there a better word than snub in a it, clickbait it, it, title? Let me know in the comments below. Um, snub, rebuff, ignore, or spurn disdainfully. Lovely. Scandal. Yeah. An act of rebuff it, rebuffing or ignoring someone or something. Um. Anyway. Uh, I so I put it out there. Got any Got any good titles? So, so uh, Flav, let's see if you like some of these. I Go do want to talk about um, Stephen Gerrard because one what? possible title that I could put forward, which seems to work quite well for me, but isn't worthy of an entire video, is that I do have a problem with Stephen Gerrard's appointment at Aston Villa. So we can dive into okay, that in okay. but here's Or some it others. could
1: be Go Harry on. Maguire is a pleb. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Harry Maguire is an embarrassment for showing some <laughs> form of character after scoring a goal, which is a positive action. bit long. Bit long. <laughs> uh, uh, I patrons mean, you in won't... the chat if you've got any good titles, we'll read them out in a second. But if you could, yeah, if you can top that, Harry Maguire one uh, in the mailbag earlier this week. I I was uh, we were on different sides of the fence, weren't we, Flav? I was, I'm annoyed at the fact that Roy Keane gets away with calling Harry Maguire embarrassing for not just taking it on his incredibly large chin and actually we you back. Exactly. No, I think he should be going. Look, he's allowed to do it. It's all part of the banter, like. Take a it's not
1: really banner, is it? It's embarrassing.
0: I'd say it is banter. Uh, anyway, Jack Endine, uh, let's know if you like this one. Flav, uh, will Ben Foster's GoPro capture the moment Ollie gets sacked? Uh, Man United goes Watford this week. Is that right? I think it is right. That is that feels bananary, doesn't it? It's got a whiff of I banana. Can't mean how many
1: more? I don't think. I think he's he's Teflon. I don't think he's ever going to be sacked. There's he will nothing, never nothing. die.
0: He will never die.
1: Um, Watford losing to Watford.
0: It's got to be. That's got to be the end, isn't it? I, mean, as... I know
1: we talk about Oli every week, but that has to be the end.
0: How much? Because I, uh, you know, if you imagine a man, new manager bounce is a, is a trampoline. At Watford, they you just get a trampet. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the bou- new manager bounce doesn't last that long because, like, how can it? Cause it's probably... not a
1: trampoline. It's just like um, it's like a new pair of trainers. That's about as much bounce as you get out of a. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, out of Watford. Or you know those? Um, you remember those new? Um, do, you remember, do you remember PE? PE where you'd you'd do a bit of gym, and there'd be yep. like a there'd be something that was like that. It was like a wedge. Yeah, and you and you'd go boing onto the horse. Lock onto the
1: horse, yeah.
0: Which everyone's like, "What? We do? It's just who's who's willing to jump over it? Well done. You, you're more of a man, Billy. I forget it. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> happened in the past. <laughs> we'll move on. Um, ben. Ben Jukes, Ben Jukes, those connoisseurs of the podcast will remember Ben Jukes from last year's live where we, he said he was, we asked him what he'd won. He said, uh, I've got a black belt in taekwondo. We said, prove oh, it with a spoon Jeez, and he did ben? just well, that. We was like, prove
1: it. Anyone can say that shit. Go and get, go and get dressed up in your taekwondo outfit I was hoping and hold he... a spoon so he know it's you. And by the end of the episode, he'd produced said picture. It was wonderful.
0: I was hoping it would be his pinned picture. Shame on him. Shame on him. It's a shame. Um, anyway, he said uh, Newcastle to possibly win a game for the first time since August. Uh, is that true? Wow, that's not it's not strong enough. Well, Ed, so Eddie Howe's first game. Thoughts on uh, mm. on that? Flav excited by him? What do you? What are your Eddie Howe vibes? Do you like him? I presume you don't like him just because he was linked with Arsenal frequently. No,
1: I just it's just a bit, it's a bit boring, isn't it? It's just a bit, like there isn't a new. I don't think there's any Newcastle fans out there that go and
0: yeah, Eddie Howe. Are they mm.
1: like he kept his job? Is to keep them in the league. He did so with Bournemouth, and so I mean, what, five out of six seasons he kept them up on a limited budget. Although it's a bit of a it's a bit of a fallacy, Dax. He did spend money, but um yeah, true. He he has experience in keeping them up. But what he did have at Bournemouth was a solidarity. He knew the playing staff. He was familiar with it. They trusted him. The owners trusted him. He had everything his own way in order to get the best out of the team until. The inevitable happened, and you know, the size of the club typically dictates where you are in the football pyramid. So, Bournemouth were always one day going to be relegated, so it kind of isn't on Eddie Howe that on the sixth occasion he, he failed, yeah. But, um, uh, so all that said, I don't think anything about it. Yeah, I, don't, I think that is the feeling with all. Eddie Howe. You're
0: not like, it's oh just... my god, it's like it's Jose, it's Conte, it's Eddie Howe. He's like, I, I like him. He he will probably improve them a lot, but can he galvanize? Is he a galvanizing fellow? Ultimately, really? he may
1: improve them, but fundamentally, you've got to ask yourself: Does anyone give a shit?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When all <laughs> said care. and done, don't, when all, no all one said can... and done. Does anyone, does anyone, honestly, does anyone outside is, of Newcastle, tr- honestly, give a shit? I'm, yeah, I'm you're talking sure. like,
1: this is what I'm saying is, it's like you're talking right you're talking, you're asking me to talk, talk about Eddie Howe, yeah. when the reality is, no, there are only 60,000 people <laughs> in Great Britain that give a shit. Yeah. And there are millions and millions and millions of people out there who don't, you know, who, who don't give a shit. So, who uh, yeah. gives a
0: shit? <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, you know, sometimes people. Do you cry, give a shit? Nah. You really. love football. Do not you care really. if he's successful or not? No, I think no, not really. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, I, I like him. Does he excite me? No, no. he doesn't. I'm afraid. He's competent. He's like your that's wife after
1: 20 years, isn't it? You like? Yeah, him, she's competent, but...
0: but but is she doing it for me? Really? Not <laughs> that's not that's at a, not a base guttural level. No. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, and and, and it's for on her, on her, on her. You know, on her side.
0: Yeah.
1: She's looking at you. And and you're standing there at the end of the, be- end, of the end of the bed. Yeah,
0: you've got what your a shirt bloated, much like Newcastle. She's thinking, "What a bloated mess."
1: She, you're standing there, <laughs> right, and you've got a shirt on and it's yeah. buttoned up, and you've got a gut protruding, pushing the buttons ever so slightly. Yeah, and from the lace down, you're completely naked. And now <laughs> she's looking at your withered digit, and she's gone. I don't really give a shit about that anymore. And you can't blame her.
0: No, that kind no. of energy. Even though I am. Um... I am somewhat smartly dressed.
1: <laughs> I've <am, I'm laughs> made
0: half. I'm sort half of taking it. it seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Uh, I think we've only spoken about this off camera, but it, it, there's not there's not a less um, <laughs> flat, there's not a less flattering angle slash sort of level of dress for a man than wearing a shirt and not wearing anything from about halfway down because yeah. often it can cut your penis in half.
1: Yeah, look, you should like a toddler, th- you, don't you. you? Exactly, you shouldn't be doing that. Past two years old, you shouldn't be doing that, really. And um, you know, and, and 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 after twenty years, how much are you keeping the are you keeping trim down there? Because you're probably not. It's probably a, a big bushy mess, just a little bell end poking out the end. That's that's how that's and, and, and you're looking at going. Should I? Am I interested in that? Speaking, of,
0: speaking of which, Flav, this podcast is s- <laughs> sponsored by fantastic people at Manscaped. Can you believe it? Let me read this out. It's holiday season. That means there are stockings to be stuffed and elves to be cuffed. Well, today's (laughs) sponsor, Manscaped, has gone global with the tools to guarantee you will score under the tree and the mistletoe. Uh, Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. If math is correct, that's nearly... Eight million testicles. That's get... fun test- <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Cool. Fantastical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get twenty percent off, free shipping at Manscaped with the code Allcot. Now I've forgotten to get the products. They're downstairs, so I'm going to go and grab them. Oh no, they're right here. I believe the code,
1: James, is Allcot twenty. Um, it's that's that's the code. If you want it, get it. Allcot 20 percent off. Um. I just look it's really really important like not you're not just doing it for yourself to make yourself feel better and it looks bigger it does look bigger if you trim it back it looks bigger it's science or something
0: yeah everyone and knows that everyone
1: knows it if you leave the, if you leave it all to grow out and stuff it looks smaller and no no one actively wants a small willy do they will uh, will Willie, Willie, do they james no one actively wants to have to deal with a small willy do they james
0: i think it's about you want to be the best you can be you know indeed and and you want to be the biggest you can be let's be honest so <laughs> and,
1: and you know don't worry about being too big because apparently that's not all women actually don't like that um apparently being average is what they really like <laughs> um the uh <laughs> yeah
0: that's what i've been told
1: that's what uh, i mean that's, whilst crying that's, why would they lie <laughs> Uh and then um yeah yeah but but basically if you if you're if you're if you're trimming it back it's good for you your ego and your self-confidence and if you're in a part of your life where you have someone else to entertain and be entertained by you um then 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 you're 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 making their experience better I think unless they're into a big bushy nether region.
0: Yeah but I think less
1: my vast majority less. like a nice kept Think, yeah. Man garden. If that is it's like
0: anything. If you, you know, if you don't believe in yourself and look after yourself, how can you expect someone to look after you? And what um, I
1: would say, James, is, is it is quite a tricky task getting it all done down there. There's lots it, of
0: it. Absolutely, is wrinkles and, so, and, and crevices, you know isn't it? Well, I think what's great about this is so they, they've kindly sent me uh, a package. <laughs> Get it, um and it's got all sorts now. Manscaped's best-selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the very top of every man's wish list. What I would say is, generally, as blokes, we are rubbish at buying each other gifts. This is quite a good one, which will then be a conversation starter. So at its very base level... This is a good present. It is a good present for Christmas. Um, and it's really hard to get all the ha- hairs off the balls. Thank you. hang
1: on. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really difficult to get. Can you? See? I can't see that. Can you say that properly, please, James?
0: Yeah. So it's nice. It's a nice little package that they've got there. Oh, done again. Um, James, can you
1: get? Can you? Can I? Can you get me that for Christmas?
0: Yep, yeah, happily. Yeah. So let me show you the bits and pieces that you can get. Right. I
1: don't want you just to send me that box. I want a new <laughs> box, unopened. That's fine. Okay. Because you might, you know, as much as I love you, James, I don't want to share your utensils.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Um, so inside, you'll find there she is, looking gorgeous. That makes sense. The, the lawn mower body trimmer. Come on. Okay, oh, come, come on. Um, you've got the crop mop. Let's see that. What's that do? So this is these are refreshing ball wipes with active <laughs> active pH control.
1: They've got some amazing branded manscaped. They really have. They really nailed it.
0: It's really good. Uh, what else have we got in here? I oh, got a charging base, which does look quite sleek and slender, which I quite like. Yeah, pop, look. it's
1: making look, what they're doing, what the Manscapes are doing. They're making, they're making it okay. They're normalizing it, and it, and it, and it's a
0: wonderful thing. It's okay to trim your ball. Mm. What I what I haven't done before, and I'm excited to try, is uh, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, uh, <laughs> anti chasing, the- which is great. Yeah,
1: and as a man of substantial bollocks.
0: <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was coming out. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. I thought, when I got this and I saw that, I thought, he's going to make a comment about my balls. <laughs> I knew that was coming out. As a
1: man and... with substantial bollocks, um, it's, good. <laughs> it's good. you need, you know, chafing is an issue and it's not your fault, James. If anything is a disability, yeah. it's not your fault.
0: But, you know, you've given the hand, you're dealt, and you've got to do the best with them. Uh, ball toner as well with the reviver. Check that out. Uh, this all comes together. It's really nicely put together, actually, and um, and also, which I think's becoming more and more useful for myself. Uh, we've actually been given a shirt as well, which is great. And oh, in here there are some, uh, some what are they called, <laughs> briefs. Some oh, nice briefs as well. So got uh, those yeah. Books, but this is the bit that I like. I got it straight out and went on it. Now let let me tell you a story about this. Uh, well, not this, but my experiences with this. This is the weed whacker. Which is a great stocking filler, get yourself right. that. As you could get the uh, other bits and pieces as well, right? Um, the weed whacker. Now, I went to a wedding. Uh, I went to a friend's wedding, and there was a friend of mine who lives in America, who uh, came over. I hadn't seen him for maybe a couple of years, actually, and um, I saw him. We were chatting away. It was great. Um, the wedding came and went, and then when I got back, um, fam said to me, "I was like, oh, I was so good to see you, Sean, wasn't it?" And fam said, "Oh God, yeah. Oh God, I forgot to tell you." And he's, I was like, "What?" She went. Sean went up to my wife halfway through a wedding and went up to him. Went, "What is going on with your husband's nose hair?" <laughs> <laughs> right? And um... <laughs> not to you, not to me. I was like, "Mate, f- like the stuff you've done and I've told you about." Christ. <laughs> anyway. That's because I didn't have the Weed Whacker. <coughs> if I'd had the Weed Whacker, I wouldn't have to worry about it. So if you Someone... want to worry less, get yourself the Weed Whacker. But basically, this could get rid of ear hair, nose hair, any kind of hair you can think so not of. not only, the,
1: the, 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 they're branching out to other areas of the body as well, other exactly. orifices.
0: Exactly. So yeah, that's the Weed Whacker as well. Wonderful. Uh, there's a link in the description. Get yourselves involved. As I said, 20% off and free shipping if you use the code ALCOT20. There you go talk uh, 20. You oh, is keep it all 20? 20. Sorry, all caught 20, yeah. 20, all caught 20. That's the fourth time I've corrected you there, Jim. Sorry. Well done. Sorry. cuz what the the bits I'm reading here doesn't have my exact code. But that doesn't matter. Right, get yourselves involved. Uh thank you Manscape for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you very I'm going to I'm going to enjoy the rest of this podcast and then I'm going to be off trimming my balls, which could take hours. <laughs> um but I know it would be a good job at the That's end.
1: It's like two jacket potatoes
0: alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, back, uh, the back to the pod back to the pod any more any more for any more titles after that incredible segue uh, Graham Potter best beard in world football well oh, he looks like you he's like not beard him, now is he yeah yeah he's turning into you he is not... he's really turning into you it's mad uh, yeah. Oli glue to the rescue thoughts on that so for those of you who don't know last season we provided the glue that allowed Oli Gunnar Solskjaer to take Man United to the dizzy heights of second place at the end of the uh, season and that was down to us going let's get behind this guy um is it too late to rescue him can we rescue him Flav what do you think I don't want to
1: rescue him I don't want to see his face ever again to be honest I'm sick of looking at him um he, every time he spits in the face of everything we understand about football not in a negative way go on. sometimes that's you know
0: what do you mean he spits in the face of it
1: well he's supposed to be gone. He's supposed to have been sacked ages ago. He's not supposed to be there. Like mm. every every <laughs> historical he's... sacking in football suggests that Ollie should have been should have gone several times during his career at Manchester United and he's still there. Like doesn't have the background, he doesn't have the experience, he doesn't have any success that suggests that he should be the Manchester United manager. He was a Good forward for them, but spent most of his time on the bench. And he's been their manager for nearly four years, and should have been there sat- And he's still there. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I can't explain it anymore. And 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 that's it. That's when there was, there was legitimate opportunities to sign ma- managers that you know will do a better job than he did. Yeah, he
0: does. He, uh, I love it. I love that he's hanging in there. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I don't know. What you are. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna heaven and earth like we did last year to keep him.
0: Yeah, done I think that. before calling we were like, let's, him more. let's give him a chance. It was that, wasn't it? It was like, come on, let's back him. Let's back that. We're be backing optimist, him. It's not a uh, pessimist. Well, we,
1: we kept flitting, didn't we? We were having the exact same conversations we're having this year. Should he go and should he say? And then we just got, look, this is boring, this conversation. Let's just back him let's for a season, back. see what happens. And then they marched all the way to second in the league. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> only once we dialled it down that they themselves dialled down their quality. So really, mm. we should be in the job. I think we do a good job. I think we could do it. Do you know what I mean? It's the worst you job in up? the world.
1: And there's is, is anyone out there watching this who actually wants to, would love to manage their football club? Or are they completely naive to the complexities of, and, and how difficult a job
0: it is? If you won like Euro millions and you won like <laughs> 300 million or whatever it might be, would you buy Spurs? What? Well,
1: would you buy you your need, team? You need a lot more than that. You are asking if I if I somehow became a billionaire because it would cost one point two maybe two billion to buy Tottenham, apparently, would I buy them? Probably not.
0: Probably not. Probably not. Would you buy a, a smaller club and, and enjoy the little the I journey? No, I, I'm not. No, no you not don't interested. like you don't like small I'm in, you? You like really people.
1: interested in football in that on that level. Really,
0: yeah.
1: Although I just I noticed. <laughs> I noticed uh, just down the road from me, because my dad's just moved to Devizes where I live sort of near Devizes, and he's just moved there. And on the back of his house is a football stadium, which I didn't know existed, and it's Devizes Town FC. <laughs> and I said to my dad, do you know what? When they play next, should we just go watch, a, I don't know what division they're in, like ninth tier or something like that. Let's just go and watch some shitty little football. And, um, and he said, yeah, let's do that. So we thought, me and my old man, midweek. Nice tucked up, like warm, warm jackets, couple of beers. What a nice way to spend an evening with your dad. I checked them out, uh, how they're doing in the league. Mm. They are bottom
0: oh dear.
1: after 15 games, Ooh, and nice they stand. are minus 49 goal difference.
0: Oh my word, really?
1: Yeah, they're really bad. They've just been beaten 9 0. And uh, so I'll probably just, I mean, just leave it. Yeah, just really?
0: It. I can't seem to see their um. I think it's probably a good thing. Devises Town. They've taken... They
1: established in 1884.
0: They've taken the table off their website. That's how bad <laughs> it's going. Wow. Should uh, we give
1: Devises Town our, our man glue? <laughs> Just check in with <laughs> Devizes Town each week.
0: Yeah. Manglu. Uh, no, no, it's sorry, not our is that man that not what... glue. No, no it's, it's man glue. Man, man United. It's a play on words. It wasn't our man glue. Not giving our ejaculate to a football team. <laughs> What a week <laughs> I've had, man! Got Lo <gasps> To Mateus on Tuesday, sports psychologist on Wednesday, <clears throat> Flav on a Friday, no. man Manglu on a Friday. Unbelievable! You- do you think we could sponsor devices? What are you? What are you on
1: about? What? How? Wouldn't that be great? come up We've, we've got five hundred quid. Can we? Can you put our name on your shirt?
0: Is that would that be all right, Wouldn't it? If would they
1: want what, it, would they one, take it. One, they might take it. You know. Devise's Town, mate.
0: Should we just follow Devise's Town? I just, yeah, definitely. I think that could be the new glue.
1: Is there something in this? Is there what? something in this? I was, I was gonna try and get Smith to do um an on they, the road yeah, at Devises Town. They play but there's literally the... nothing there. It's a pitch with a little stand. Does it matter? Does he go that,
0: that low? I don't know. they play in the Toolstone <clears throat> What? The Toolstone Western League Division One. How Christ. What, what
1: what level is that? It's gotta be like, I mean, you'd probably get a game from them. Maybe. Probably. James, have you ever Maybe. played in like a, a a ground that has stands?
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, don't say course. Most people haven't. What? Who uh, was it? God, yeah, they are minus forty three on eleven points, three victories. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be worse. Um. Oh, they they got to play Cheddar at some point.
1: That'd be a good game. Mm. Good game against Cheddar.
0: <laughs> Bristol Telephones. Bristol Telephones. <laughs>
1: that's big That's a big, big, rival, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, big deal. <laughs> with Bristol Telephones.
0: Bristol Telephones, bizarre. Um, what were you saying? Sorry.
1: We, I mean, we could. Um... I
0: wouldn't mind spoiling them. It's a put bit, it out isn't there. it? A bit. It's I a bit uh,
1: patronising, isn't
0: it? At least know, fine,
1: podcasts yeah. goes on. no.
0: Money's money, isn't it? You have got to take it, have not you? Um, <laughs> can I can I explain to you my problem with Stephen Gerrard? Yeah, go on then. Because there was one possible title, David Cooper said, "Will Steven Gerrard slip up at Villa?" I thought that was quite good, quite good. If you want, if you're if you're putting the fishing rods out there, eh, that's pissing off Villa fans. That's pissing off Liverpool fans. Dangerous stuff. Um, here's my problem with him. And actually, by the way, just just to, just anyone who's hoping uh, we're going to do what's trending, um, not today, because uh I could see that. Benjamin Mendy's there. I'm not going oh, down that route. No. Not today on a sponsored one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gerard. Right. Here's my thing with Gerard. I like I like him as a manager. Right. He's got the gravitas. He's got the high standards. I like him. Right. Yes. I like his I like his team. Michael Beal. I watched. I know I'm a loser, but coach's voice that he did like a seminar and I watched it and it was really interesting. I really like the way they he puts together a team like that. Gary McAllister. I don't know if has Gary McAllister gone with him. Catherine, let me know if you're there. Um I like him as well. Seems like a nice guy. Here's my problem, right? If Gerard does well in the next yep. or, or does let's say he does badly, right? If he does badly, what happens, Flav? He gets sacked, the club's not moved forward. Correct? Yes. Correct. Right. He goes to Villa. Everyone's going, great move, great move. It's a great move for Gerard. It's not a great move for Villa. I'm not sure it's a good move for Villa because say he does really well, oh wow, we're really getting somewhere here. Bye, bye. He's off to but Liverpool. Why...
1: Yeah, it's... but if you if that but that doesn't that elevate Villa to then be, in, if the if he moves and has made positive moves for Villa and he's got them into say top six or top eight because that's what that's what Villa need next, right? It's not just about being mid table. In order for Gerard to be a success. Yeah, they need top to be top ten, eight, yeah. not top,
0: ten, top ten minimum. Top ten minimum, right?
1: In this first season, in his second season, he needs to be eight for sixth. Villar, a, a club of that size, should should be. So that's what he that's success for for, for Gerard. If he gets Villa into that position, then they can attract uh, another
0: manager who might even be better than Gerard. So there is benefit. I'm to not buying that. I mean, being a stepping is, stone. It, it, it ultimately, it's not a long. I know. I know long-term appointments are very rare. And so, you know, pinch to salt with any manager. How many
1: How many years has he been given? Sorry, I, didn't, I missed it.
0: How many years? A
1: couple of years, or is it three? I
0: don't know. Catherine, can you tell us that one as well? Uh, Catherine did confirm that Gary McAllister will be in the dugout, which is great. Um, but yeah, I don't know how many uh, how many years he's got. But this is my point. Like, you want Brendan Rodgers, but you want Brendan Rodgers to stay, which he has done at Leicester, right? Three Gerard, and a half years. Gerard, Gerard, I've, yeah. I've, from what I've heard, his contract runs out when klops does so like you're essentially just you're just a feeder club and and you're and and your top guy is the manager like the guy who creates the this is what i mean it feels backward to me like why would you go and get a manager that that you don't believe that no one believes is really going to stay there like he's gonna if he does well if he does bad it's a bad appointment if he does well it's not a it's not a great appointment Because he's going to like, unless he goes ridiculous and he's like the messiah and they win the league and do a Leicester or top four, then fine. You just let him go and that's, you know, you've moved the club forward. But again, you're losing him. You're going to lose him.
1: Yes, you are. But so is Spurs going to lose Conte. You still get him in because he can potentially deliver. That said, I like like that Stephen Gerrard said Aston Villa, not a stepping stone to Liverpool job. You could be in that job for five minutes, and if Liverpool came knocking, you'd be gone. Don't yeah. give us that bullshit. He, you just say, "Look, I'm concentrating on Villa right now, and I've got a contract, and I'm going to honour it." That's all you have to say. Don't say they're not a stepping stone when you know that as soon as the Liverpool job.
0: I just is... think it's belittling to Villa massively, and and it's all that it's all Please, we're going to talk I about. knew that it's all. Knew... So even if it goes well, you don't get to enjoy it because you're just Aston, you're just mm. little Aston Villa, who is just a little uh, lily pad for. Um, for for him to sort of jump across over
1: to to Liverpool. But That isn't how Villa fans are thinking, is it? Right now, they're not feeling that. That that I you think projecting.
0: I think they've kind of been, and I think I probably was as well initially. It's only kind of crept me over the last few days. That I think we all got swept aside. That oh my god, it's Steven Gerrard, and that is exciting, and and I get it. Like I didn't think Dean Smith should get the sack, but I also think Steven Gerrard could do could do better than Dean Smith. So fair enough, right?
1: But but, but but that's the other thing is that's the other thing is 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 what why there, there is absolutely no guarantee that Gerard should ever ever be the Liverpool manager should anywhere be near a team of that size and that magnitude because he played there yeah that's great but how many times have you seen wonderful players go back to the teams that they played for and it go, go tits up
0: he how good's yeah. he got to do how good's he got to do to get the Liverpool job when clock He's goes got,
1: well he will get the Liverpool job. He will get the Liverpool job. He just needs to be <laughs> mediocre, and he'll get the Liverpool job eventually because it's such a romantic thing. Hang on, um, wasn't
0: wasn't your last point the fact that like he he shouldn't get the Liverpool job?
1: He, I don't think he should. I don't think he, no. I'm not saying he shouldn't. He needs to do a lot, but um, but he will because of the romance of it, and you've seen it so many oh, times before. It. But he, he's done nothing. Oh, he get it. Um, he the uh, he he he's done. He's done apart from winning the League of Rangers and stopping Celtic. But remember, Celtic capitulated, and having I know some Rangers fans, and they said the football wasn't fantastic. Um, certainly there. this year it wasn't; it, it was less good. But maybe he had an eye on the exit, whatever it might be. I'm not playing down what he did. He did a great job at Rangers, Rangers, and it was it was a part of that storyline. But let's not forget that Celtic, Celtic absolutely imploded at the same time. Anyway, this is a this is a chance for him to this is his this is his.
0: Should he his, have stayed his, there? Top four, because you in terms of like being found out, it's a safer place, isn't it? Like you 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 put together something great, you do well in the Europa League, then you know, amazing. You don't go
1: from you don't go from Rangers to Liverpool, though, do you? You go from Villa to Liverpool. I think if yeah, maybe Gerard. Gerard, It's
0: time, right? Is if he's there long enough, if he'd been there for six years or seven years or what, won everything, then I think they would have given it to him. Anyway, because it's actually yeah. about experience as much like they know him as a man, right? <clears throat> and they know Michael yeah. Beale as a coach for, for Liverpool as well. So they they understand those two elements of it. I just coming back to Villa, I just Catherine, what do you think about this? Catherine is our, our, our queen bee of the patrons and an Aston Villa fan. Yeah. Um I don't know, mate,
1: I just Well I think Rangers are starting to slip as well and Celtic are coming into their own, I've Been following it. Sort of from a distance, and um, Celtic is starting to click. They're playing really good, attractive football, and Rangers were plodding somewhat, um, and they were starting to be caught. Maybe he just thought, "I don't know." I do you know what? Do you
0: know bit. what game we have got to play, mate? Do you know what game we have got to play?
1: How many? How many games? <laughs> Gerard till he gets sacked. If he, five, if he loses five,
0: if he loses five on the spin, it's the same as Dean Smith. He's got to go, isn't
1: he? I think so. Yeah. What?
0: See, this, this, is, this is why I get annoyed by, by sackings. What, what's the difference? The, if, if he loses his next five games... He's not going to, is he? But if he does, he would not yeah. get the sack, right? Because, yeah, because he's new, right? Yeah, Whereas yes. a guy who's got credit in the bank, more experience, and, and, and knows those players and has developed those players, because he lost five games, he goes. It's mental.
1: The nature of the beast, Tis, tis, Um, I, I, regardless of what happens at Villa, I don't think Gerard should be the next Liverpool manager anyway. I, you, they'll, the guy after the be...
0: is dangerous, isn't he? That is a full. Oh part. man,
1: it's impossible. What can you do? You, you can't improve what he's done. Mm. So what happens? Can you imagine the
0: people... who's the new manager for Liverpool? First meeting he went. Hey guys, I know you've done well. Can you give me more? Can you give me a little <laughs> bit extra? <laughs> can I get? I want to get more out of you. And they're going what? War! I came from Hull. I came from Hull. <laughs> I came from Sunderland. <laughs> I came from Southampton. And me? Like, like,
1: yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. You, it's an impossible job. Gerard's got got to give himself a window. You need they need a ship manager, and then have not a ship manager, but someone because what's going to happen, regardless of who takes over, Klopp and Klopp could say every, and and, and the, the Liverpool board could say everything. Understand? I've prepared. Gerard, Gerard, I've worked with Gerard, I'm working with him, I'm gonna be have his ear. You can't replace it, a manager like that. It's impossible. When he goes, there will undoubtedly 99.9% of the time when a manager like him leaves a football club, there is a decline and there will be a, a sizable decline. Because and, and and with it, your expectation is damaged. And it's the nature and cyclical nature of football is that as fans, you have to accept these eb- ebbs and flows in the game. Partly what's beautiful about it is you can never really predict. The only thing that really predicts, uh, uh, or you can predict the sustained success, is whose manager is in charge of which football club. And with Klopp, you know that over the years, Liverpool are going to be, as long as he's in charge, there or thereabouts. And even if there was a bad one they had last year and all the injuries, he's come comeback this year probably stronger, playing, again, some of the best football in, in, in Europe. So as long as he's there, you know he's all right but when he goes as a fan liverpool fan or whatever whatever club you have got to expect to see a decline and 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 it's and it's natural i mean the only, only pep guardiola getting pep guardiola in or someone like ten hag then maybe you've got a shot but stephen gerard asking him to go in even if he has if he gets villa into the top 6 which is a, a huge ask in itself yeah it, very unlikely if he does it's that job is it's, it's too difficult because you can't improve what has gone on before. But that's and that's kind sh- of my
0: point of like why go almost why why even go?
1: Well, wait. You got to wait. You got to wait. You got to be patient. Learn your craft. It's like Lampard. Like Lampard going to Chelsea. You understood it because it's it makes sense and it was an opportunity there. But he went from Derby. What was it? 18 months of Derby or was it less? And uh, um, yeah. one season, yeah, yeah, one season. And he went into the Chelsea job, and while. Wow, he did okay. Um, He wasn't ready for it, but sure. the only how thing do you I'll turn say, it down if he's offered?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, look, I, I like that he's gone for it because he's like this. There's a squad there that if you can get them playing properly and they're all fit, then that is quite an exciting squad. Like The, the weakest link is, is not as weak as it was two years ago because you're using that Grealish money. But obviously, when you lose a player like that, it takes time. So, I wonder, I wonder
1: how, if you asked Liverpool fans honestly, and they said, in three years, if you had a choice between Ten Hag or Gerard, who would you choose? I wonder how many of them would answer with their heart or, not, or answer with their head.
0: Let us know in the comments. Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, Catherine has replied, Gerard is a massive risk. We needed something new. That's not really an answer, Catherine. Are you happy with it or not? And also, Catherine says, Smith didn't just get sacked because of the five losses, though. I hear what you're saying. I just, I wonder.
1: What is it? What did he do? Is there rumors around that? No, actually, let's not go there.
0: Mm, yeah, not today. Not today. No, right. Not. We've got so much great stuff to get through. Uh, what are we on? 42 minutes. The Jim Big Laugh Award. <laughs> right. Football chat is over. Done. Enough of that. Um, if you don't want to laugh, leave now. Um, yeah, if you don't like
1: laughing, if you're not, like
0: laughing, <laughs> if you're not into laughing, one, then leave, just please. Fuck off. <laughs> Imagine Someone, someone's going, just fuck off. Well, best to turn it off then. <laughs> uh, I hate laughing. SWJ. So, uh, we've got things that make you go <gasps> coming up a bit later in the what podcast. Is that? It's basically awkward, embarrassing moments that make <gasps> you cringe that we've all been through. <gasps> um, but this one just did make me laugh out loud and thus is the only nominee and victor. So many comments last uh, two weeks ago. absolute ridiculous. So thank you for that. Loads are really funny. Some I didn't read. Sorry about that. So when you see the notification for this, click on it and get involved quickly because I'm, I'm losing stamina after about 300 comments. Um, As a kid, I used to be socially awkward when I wasn't around people I knew well. After years of playing football, it seems that I had unknowingly developed a reflex that would later rear its ugly head. One Christmas, my family and I went and stayed with some close friends down in Kent. And on Boxing Day, one of their uh, older sons came over for the day. I'd met him a few times, but hadn't spoken to enough to build any kind of rapport or relationship. Sure enough, he walked in and said hello to everyone. And when he came to me, I shook his hand and automatically came up with, well played, mate. It's <laughs> horrible. Well played, mate. It's at the start. Uh,
1: well played mate
0: doesn't mean anything (laughs) nothing at all i can't remember if he heard me or what his reaction was but because i was too busy malfunctioning internally so i did my best to pretend i hadn't said it and carried on my day as well as i could it was the replies i think that made me laugh um harry brayton evans said i feel your pain i once answered the register in a secondary school english lesson year nine with the word lobster (laughs) <laughs> eight years later I still can't figure out why but nobody castigated me for being spaced out thinking about lobsters nobody even the teacher said a thing Harry Brayton <laughs> then said maybe I was power moving the whole class maybe you were um, comments of the week we've done that <coughs> um, disliking yep yep, yep 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 okay one final couple of comments of the week from last week's podcast which was funny uh, Zach Homer I only came across the podcast a week or so ago and without going into too much detail, it's really given me a few laughs in a life trying to become difficult. I like how you said that, trying to become difficult. You will get yeah, It hasn't finished. become difficult. Yes. You got this, like mate.
1: That. You got this.
0: Don't openly laugh out loud too many uh, times uh, if not for any podcasts or even YouTube videos. But honestly, I find myself belly laughing at some of the things discussed. Love the work. You both do work. Um, Keep doing what you do best. Love you. We appreciate that, Zach. I also like the comments again. McSlash. Ooh, a fresh baby slug. Welcome, mate. Many things won't make sense yet, but about 50% of the podcast is just inside jokes. But if you stick around, I'm sure you won't regret it. Jersey replied moist and Joshua replied more of this. So thank you, Zach. That's a really lovely comment. Um, and also uh, just uh, it's not a bit. I don't think it's a bit. Um, but what you asked a couple of weeks ago about um, satisfying names to say, uh, footballers' names. Um, one was uh, Yari Lippmannen. Just rolls off the tongue, which I think is fair enough. But Patrick mm. Kerrigan said this. It's not necessarily a bit, although it could be, but great footballers' names. There's a player for Leeds called Chrysensio Somerville. What a great name. Well. Chrysensio Somerville. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, I met once. So we've been doing this for a few weeks. Haven't we, um, this is mental. Thomas Martin. I met once. Brackets multiple times. Erling oh. Harland. When I was in primary school in Leeds, there was a boy in the year below me called Astor Harland. This boy happened to be the son of Alf Inge Harland and brother of Erling. So I'd often see young baby Erling. What, what a scary little visual that is. Little baby Erling Harland. <laughs> when it was home time, when I'd imagine it
1: would. I'd imagine like a baby Erling, if you saw it out in the wilderness, would be. He, he'd be the same sort of about three quarters of the size he is now, but still gigantic for a for a baby.
0: Yeah, in was a it- stroller,
1: in an old stroller, because he wouldn't fit in one of those standard. You know, you know when you get a new baby, right, and you have got to put it in one of them prams that lie down on the flat and their back. He'd be in a f- in a toddler stroller from from literally week one. Week was so yeah. bloody big.
0: I uh, yeah. I imagine he's like he was in like he grew up in sort of a fern gully kind of forest, like naked, um, yeah. sort of with long braided hair and a tail. Yeah, that's what I, how I picture Erling Haaland growing up, sort of in, in just in the forest, you just there, f- finding.
1: You can't hear me finding uh, i've heard you now sorry
0: yeah i was i was just saying how erling harland i presume he grew up in a forest foraging for for berries um uh...
1: berry but he would often his delicacy would be in frogs yeah he'd find frogs Which gives he, him he would be stoking. completely naked in a in a f in a forest with moss everywhere <laughs> and he'd yeah. be whistling a lot and um he'd eat frogs <laughs> yeah. in the mornings
0: And he'd he'd sort of, he'd do quite well with the ladies, but he'd never say anything. He'd just be like, (gasps) just sort of look at them. Oh, oh. And there was like an instant connection.
1: (laughs) My name's Erling. Jorland.
0: Instant connection with them. Uh, Anyway. uh, I bet he's
1: accidentally killed about three women.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was home time when his father came up to pick up his older brother Astor. I also saw Alfinger and Erling quite a lot back then as my father was a Leeds United teammate of Alf. Thomas Martin is this Nigel Martin's son? I, I answer yourself, Thomas. Re,
1: re, can you can you read that out again, please? Just that part, the second bit, because my because uh, I misheard it.
0: Okay, I also saw Alfie, Inger, Haaland, and Erling quite a lot back then, as my father was a Leeds United teammate of Alfie. And his name's what? Thomas Martin. And ask, it's, it's spelled with ask. a Y? Yes. His dad is Nigel Martin. It's got to be Nigel, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Are you and Nigel like, Martin's son? Right now, he's like. Fuck! Fuck! How have they got that? Well, that's nice, nah, pretty easy. He was a very, very good goalkeeper. Probably He's got more pressure England. He was so good uh, at the time. I can't so believe the family... Nigel Martin's son <laughs> watches this podcast. <laughs> can you? Um, we've had a few of them recently, haven't we? Stephen tries we? revealed. Doctor Benji listens to us as well. Got a few people listen to us. Can
1: um... is there a way we can get Nigel Martin? We just chat to Nigel Martin about his time at Leeds for five minutes of the pod.
0: I bet Nigel can destroy a buffet i don't think he goes, they'll go and here's your plate sir and he went, don't worry about that just use it's my hands oh no, actually, he's, just... he's southern isn't he is he southern no he's from it, he's... Um, i think he's from bristol or something i'd imagine
1: i'd imagine Nigel Martin in his front room floral floral settee sure. with a whole spaghetti bolognese in both his hands and that's how he eats it mm. not a single bit drops
0: yeah just, just one just... bite
1: it just goes like that. Yeah. He looks up and goes, I bloody love Spag Bowl. <laughs> looks around the room like that, making sure everyone heard him. And then goes back I said, to his I said, hand. I said, I said, hey, 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 love. Thomas,
0: Thomas. Thomas is like, I know, Dad. He this every
1: night. <laughs> Stop talking about Spag Bowl all the time, Dad. I'm
0: trying I'm trying to listen to Jaffin.
1: Um, Get here. Get here. <laughs> look at what your mum's made me. No place necessary in this no, house. Go on,
0: no, go on. Take a bite. Take a bite. Take, take bite. That's both <laughs> I don't take want bite. Come on, Dad, Thomas. Dad, it's just like
1: Thomas is like,
0: want this. A bite. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, because his mum goes, he goes, you know what he's like, Thomas. You'll have to just take a bite. He won't he stop. He give up till you <laughs> taking a bite. <laughs> you know he's not going to stop till you have he a bite. He won't
1: stop. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I'm not taking a bite, then And he throws it. Throws his phone up and runs upstairs in a fit of tears. And yeah. after about five minutes, I just let him calm down. I let him calm down. And Major Martin, with his still holding all of the spaghetti bolognese, just slowly plods up the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> just slowly making his way to Thomas's room. Thomas's room, and obviously, massive. he's, hold... he's
0: got massive hands. He's well, to... no, no, he
1: still he can't do that. He can't do it because he's still yeah. holding all of the bowl in his hands. So he just uses his head. Yeah, he knocks on the door with his head. <laughs> and then and then sits down Thomas at, come on at, take a bite
0: Tom yeah Tom it's good for you you need your carbs you, know, you dad, need I'm your carbs to, Thomas, you to, won't be a big strong lad I'm trying to fast it's after 7 well look just I'm your dad I know what's best for you I know it. what's best for you <laughs> and he goes, have uh, a bite and he, has a, he goes and Tom goes like this that's <laughs> a bite and then he goes No, nah, it's fast yeah, alright yeah, and, and Nigel, gives him, Nigel gives it. Nigel gives it a little wink he goes see yeah. And then, and then he still got his that. hands. He still got his hands, and just to break the tension, just a little bit, he throws up the he throws up the spag bowl in the air, catches it, and goes keepers. <laughs> and they and they look at each other with just a lovely smile.
1: A little a little heart. Do you know what? As as, um, as mad as all that was, <laughs> it was so slightly heartwarming. I felt like nice, almost like I wish my dad did that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, where are you? <laughs> yeah, so the teammate said, if, uh, "Right, wow, Leeds United teammate of Alf at the time. So their family would sometimes come around for dinner. So, so wonder, Thomas just
1: hung to... about with Erling Haaland, yeah, or Astor. Uh, did... Can we ask some more questions here, Thomas? Like, what, what did you ever have a kick about in the garden? How good was he as a as a ten year old boy or whatever it was? You'd have been." Well, Let us know. He,
0: yeah, he seems to be referring to him as a baby. So he said the deeply oh, really? depressing thing is that I've known a baby that's grown up to be far more successful than I'll ever be. That was nice. Yeah, I mean it's the same
1: very much. Sorry, I didn't realise it's a baby. I haven't got my
0: um Ollie Sainsbury. Um, yeah. Do talk I've... to your dad about this. Yeah, we'd love to I'd love to get nine. on him play him
1: that story. See if he <laughs> if it resonates.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I'm pretty sure it's from Bristol. <laughs> We've got that wrong. Anyway, Ollie Sainsbury. I'm a new moisty. I joined the Patreon the week of Conte's appointment and I reckon I have one of the best I met once out there at my brother's wedding in the summer of 2008 I was sat in the cubicle of the chapel's washrooms having a nervous poo I was the best man when three blokes came in and a line uh, come in and a line at the urinals all I hear one of them say is Torres is the right spoon I laughed as I left the cubicle to wash my hands and chuckled back to them. He's class. I don't know what you're on about. I only saw the back of them in the mirror. I go and stand outside the toilets to speak to my brother. And a few moments later, John Terry, Frank Lampard and Ashley Carl walk out the toilets. JT smirking at me as he passes by. Turns out they were just leaving a wedding reception that took place before my brothers. Ever since I haven't been able to look at Fernando the same. Apparently he's a spoon.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Yeah, it didn't work out, did it? As a, if we're honest. And uh, a final one of uh, I met once Oliver Rudge. Um, now one of these three isn't true, I reckon. But which one? Let us know in the comments. Um, I met once a few months ago. I went to my local leisure centre in a suburb of Manchester to get my first jab. That's your jab once I actually sat down and was talking to the nurse she then presented the needle I haven't had a single jab in my adult life and never knew how terrified I was of needles so I actually fainted after coming round I was fairly disoriented disorientated and just wanted to leave they were trying to book me in for another day but I wasn't having any of it anti-vaxxer as I was rushing out of the hall with my head down I bumped into an incredibly sturdy and cold figure and instinctively said Oh sorry, mate. I looked up to see none other than Roy King. He saw I was distressed and asked what had happened. I told him everything and mentioned that I might not bother coming back because of this newly discovered phobia. Roy then put his hand on my shoulder, immediately calming me down, stared deep into my soul and softly but squeakily muttered, Jim, you do the accent for this. Oh he's just asked me, sorry. But but that's your job. <laughs> Fair to say, that wasn't enough for me to turn around and face my fears. Or oh, that was enough, sorry. I sat on Roy's knee whilst having it done. <laughs> and everything was fine. I could feel one little prick in my arm and the other on my bum cheek. <laughs> Glad to be able to share this. <laughs> Love you both.
1: Wonderful. Not sure if that's true. I think it is true.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, what is true is that Samisms are rife. Oh, yeah. Samisms are rife. Um, if you, if you, <laughs> just remember two weeks ago, I, I described Sam as the late great Sam people. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. Um, so yeah, Sam from United People's TV, late great Sam, uh, he, uh, struggles with phrases and thus. Everybody um, does. That's what, since,
1: yeah. since this is, we've made this a thing. Every, I'm hearing them all the time.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It is mad they are absolutely and poor old Sam is getting the brunt of this when
1: he's i mean he's bad for it like he's the worst
0: I wonder if it's a, a man united affliction because i don't want i don't want to call out someone but I was watching a, a man united video live stream and there was a presenter on it and that presenter was doing samism after samism and really? was, yeah and it was like you know because when you hear a samism you just go oh, that's wrong <laughs> let it go and then you move on
1: that's not how we reacted in the office at Bull Street Days, was it? True. He did it, and we go, <laughs> <"Raaah!">
0: <laughs> and then run up yeah. to the pen. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, anyway, he's, uh, I can uh, name a shame uh, this person. Harry said, Samism during Goldbridge. Mark Goldbridge at it with the Samism. Again, copying you know Sam from the United <laughs> People's we we'll That's a joke. Uh, Goldbridge's reaction to the Manchester derby. We were beaten before the whistle was kicked. <laughs> nice mix of before the fu- first whistle and before a ball had been kicked Mini g oh god did the guy
1: did the guy respond about the samism within a samism do you remember we
0: yeah i haven't okay. i don't think so i don't think i've heard from but apparently
1: i got dug out because i i did a samism within a samism within a samism <laughs> apparently i don't think i did but really? what i was saying it was was incorrect i don't know
0: interesting um, if anyone could uh, unpack that for us in the comments, that'd be great. Uh, Mini G 2508, probably don't put your date of birth in there. Um, not sure if this is a, technically a Samism, um, but one time my brother was describing when he was late for a train and said, I had to bust a nut to get here. <laughs> uh, that is that is a Samism. The best <laughs> Samism is one where you go, the, what we're after with the, the best Samism is that it creates a picture in your head and it's a bit, makes you feel a bit off. So I had to bust yes. a nut to get there. Uh, at the time, I remember thinking, that doesn't quite sound right, but I'm not sure why. That's it. That's what we're after, really. Uh, it was hours later before I realised I meant to say busting up." It's a very different meaning. Emily Collins, great Samism from Molly May, who's, uh, know, what's her job? When talking sure about sure. how well she's dealt with the break, uh, her break-in, she got broken into, did she? Um, not to float my own boat.
1: Lots of float my own boat.
0: And uh, final one. Callum Brewer. I was away with my mates in uh, Reading a couple of weeks ago. We were watching Top Gear when one of my friends referred to them still making episodes as kicking the money out of a dead horse. <laughs> kicking the money out of a dead horse. I started giggling away in the corner. as so I instantly noticed the Samuelson, much to my friend's dismay. Um, would you like some power moves or would you like things that make you go, hmm? Uh, how many power moves have we got? We've got loads but we don't need to read them all out.
1: Read two.
0: Read two. Two power moves. Okay. Uh, for those who don't know this is stolen from Hamish and Andy. Thank you Hamish and Andy. Uh, it's basically where you can uh, assert dominance and here are a few. I'm going to read out two. El Gringo. As partly the inspiration for the hmm! stories I'll throw one in there. It's actually a hmm! Power move combo. I was thoroughly hating my commute home. (laughs) When an older lady gets on on the tube, there's a guy sitting in the disabled seat and she starts giving him some lip. He's pleasant enough, says he's got a disability and has every right to be there. By this point, the whole carriage is enthralled, waiting to see who folds first. This goes on all the way to Wimbledon station, at which point, just as we're all getting ready to trudge off, the bloke who looks, the bloke looks the lady dead in the eye and without even lifting up his trouser leg, twists his false leg off and hops off the train. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Good power move that. You're not really hurting anyone, but you are putting them in the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross Simpson. I feel like the most, oh, this is back to football. I feel like the most classic power move is shouting. He doesn't want it. That You do That's hear right. that a lot at uh, Sunday League football. Yeah. After, yeah, you do. They don't want it, lads. After after one goal. <clears throat> um yeah, I would never I would never say one person doesn't want it. That seems quite personal mm. and harsh. I don't know. I
1: find it a bit weird when um just a bit sad when Sunday league footballers take it really seriously as if they're like pro footballers. Yeah. I much prefer the teams that are shit and they just turn up pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't get pissed off at someone being pissed, like drunk.
1: On Sunday, Sunday yeah. Not on You're Sunday. not taking it seriously. No, I'm not taking it seriously. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> this is an awful <laughs> level of football. We're all shit. Why would I take this seriously? I'm Why are you steaming. taking it seriously, you weirdo? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I mean, like, you can try your best. I'm but, not like, saying
1: don't try your best. Yeah. Don't waste people's time. But I'm not saying, you know.
0: Don't compromise your Saturday night.
1: Oh, of course not. Like, if, if I was playing my... If I ran a football team, and at least 80% weren't still pissed from the night before, i would be fuming. Mm. That's what Devise's town's all about. That's why they got a minus 43 goal difference. Yeah, That's yeah, a story. That's a al- bunch of lads you can get behind.
0: About the ale. A uh, final one, because this is quite good, actually. Jake Hardisti, there's a power move gone wrong, Flav.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Power move. I was listening to the pod on my walk home when the power move bit commenced just as the walking pace power move ended. So we we're talking about a power move where you, you overtake with walking um, yes. on a street. Um, just as the walking pace power move ended, I thought I'd give it a go. I should prefix this uh is that the right word Prefix preface this preface this isn't it uh next bit by saying it was a Prefaces. narrow pavement anyway, I was eyeing up the unsuspecting victim ahead, holding in a chuckle. I went for the overtake. What happened next was astonishing. The bloke had the cheek to cut me off just as I was <laughs> alongside. <laughs> I went from the powerful to the powerless. Less than a second. I had to force my way through at an unnatural pace, ruining the whole experience. Uh, yeah, someone had a bit of help for them. Uh, this is Leo. He said he he maybe have been trying a technique I've often used. Not proud of this. If someone misjudges an overtake, I will occasionally match the pace of the overtake, so we are walking side by side for a little bit. If you can handle the cringe and keep your eyes forward, I would recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> It's power move. Very good. Um, and that's this week's power moves. Done. Dusted. Um, buffet chat has survived. How? I can't have. How? What more can we
1: fucking talk about buffets? It's been six weeks, James.
0: It's got to be. It's, I think when buffet chat, buffet chat will go the week Ollie goes. I think they'll, I think they'll, it'll be like the end of the notebook. They'll but, die but, together. What, what are people
1: still talking about buffets for? What can they possibly still say about buffets?
0: Okay. Well, here we go. I mean we'll we spoke out. we spoke about yeah great link we we spoke about uh, the all inclusive holidays a couple of weeks ago on what tactics you should use for that um, Nate Young said buffet chat on all inclusive holidays I do still think you need to approach the buffet with that competitive mindset however it's a different kind of competition remind yourself it's a marathon not a sprint i think you have just got to feel like you're net up i think that's mm-hmm. the crucial thing maybe get up at 4 and order something like 4 in the morning just feel like you're really winning it, mm. um, and Jake. Uh, all this recent buffet talk inspired me and my family to go to a Toby Carvery last weekend. Me and my brother had a friendly I heard the sound t- of that. A Toby Carvery, what a Carvery? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I might. I mean, I'm obviously not the meat. is not going to be for me, but I just yeah, like exactly. the idea of a what good, sort of solid Sunday sort of roast potatoes, just binning them all on your plate. Or something. Like that's kind of. I'm sick of thinking about... I like, we you talking about Chinese buffets. Like, let's, just, let's swap it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Right, all right, I'll, I'll get to refresh it. Less, less about Chinese takeaways and more about other variations of buffet if we are going to continue
0: this. Fair. I think mean, that's this little spanner in the works with so Toby be Carvery um, because mm. you've got to be careful with the carbs. But roasties are a, a huge part of uh, a carvery, aren't they? Or, or a roast dinner. So, you know, do you, do you go to the... Do you go to them? Do you utilize them? Yeah. Many, all right, James. All right, you saying, you? all
1: right. Let me, let me help this along a bit. So what, so, so. <laughs> let me give you some
0: knowledge. Go on.
1: Well, I'm just saying like you're, you're, if you're, if the buffet is essentially going to be a, a roast dinner,
0: mm.
1: what do you, what do you go for? What do you pile on your plate? Like when you, when you do a roast at home, what, like what, what bit of the roast dinner do you look forward to most? Do you, obviously there's a staple you actually put. Everyone loves one of them. Yeah. Roast potatoes as well. But what are you saying? I get a bit confused. If you're, at this, if you're at this buffet, what are you piling on your plate?
0: Well, I get a bit confused with Yorkshire puddings because, you know, I'm am I making, confused. well, they're sort of crispy, but am I making them soggy? If I'm putting gravy on that, is that going to get cold? I don't, I don't think like cold a Yorkshire puddings. If I leave it, it's getting cold as well. Am I using the I gravy to a heat up the Yorkshire pudding? I don't know. Wait, wait, am I finished? Am I eating the Yorkshire pudding on its own with the gravy or am I putting it with the meat?
1: No, you. No, Yorkshire Puds, the very nature of a Yorkshire Pud. The fact that the way it's shaped means that you put stuff in it. Like round here, you can actually get Yorkshire Pud wraps. So the wrap is a Yorkshire Pud and then you've got a roast dinner inside the wrap. Nice. Pretty good.
0: My mate, Sean, who I was talking about earlier, he, uh, who spotted my nose hair, he, after, he was so hungover and we went and we had a roast somewhere and he wanted, um, when everyone's ordering pudding... He went. Can I get a? Can I just get another Yorkshire pudding? And, you, and the guy was like, "For pudding, yeah." <laughs> so he just got ordered another Yorkshire pudding, which is absolutely bizarre. Um, I would go with. I think you've got to enjoy. I'm thinking three roast potatoes and then maybe those little smaller ones, which are better. I like stuffing. I, I do like oh, stuffing.
1: Come on! Come on! There's it's nothing about a roast so... dinner. And, 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 and by proxy, a buffet roast dinner that I wouldn't enjoy. Like the roast uh, roast, onion, uh, roast roast carrots with um, um, a mustard and honey glaze.
0: Oh, Jesus. Just so underrated and an incredibly what? cheap uh, vegetable as well. Parsnips. Parsnips. Oh, are wow. right? the parsnips are great. Parsnips are great. Parsnips are fucking no fantastic. One no one talks about them. Do you know,
1: you know what no one talks about? You know when you have like a Le- Lebanese... Lebanese Falafel wrap. Do you remember the wraps that we used to have? Yeah, yeah. Remember the Bull Street and the 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 the, the turnips that are dyed a pickled turnip that are dyed purple. They're fantastic.
0: Yeah, fantastic. They're great. They are great.
1: Underrated foods.
0: Uh, Underrated foods. Let us know.
1: Ollie in the chat
0: saying stuffing's so overrated. Get out. Who said
1: that? Who said that? Who said that? Ollie Sage. Ollie, one week
0: ban for you, mate. Yeah, Yeah. Overrated. Oh, yeah, I'm not crazy about roasts. I'll be honest. What? But I'm not mad about them. I'm not like <gasps> <laughs> it's a roast. What do you mean? I don't know. I didn't grow up having them a lot. Why? I don't know. We just didn't bother. Like I don't know. we were fine. We had chicken I don't tonight. I understand what you're talking about. Like chicken tonight. Remember that? Anyway, Jake. So he went to a Toby Carvery. Uh, he was excited to go with his brother. They had a friendly challenge to see who could eat the most using all the buffet tactics we've learned from this wonderful podcast. Long story short, my brother won, but got disqualified as he threw up three plates of meat and veg straight back up on the plate. He finished eating. from. <laughs> 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 I have video evidence of this happening, unfortunately without a spoon, but who eats a carvery with a spoon anyway? That's <laughs> a good point. Um, I don't I just wanted to check with you. I don't know if you want to see this video or not, Flav. Uh the comments were very funny. Jack Alice said we're going we're gonna need a video of you showing the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't read what this. we're gonna need a video of you showing the video holding a spoon, please, Jake. <laughs> Kieran Buckley said disqualified him for throwing up. That's supposed to happen. <laughs> uh Jake replied, I thought you were meant to be just on the cusp of vomiting. I mean, you can vomit it. It's vomiting on the plate. That's what's that's what's cost him. There's still food on the plate, isn't there? That's what's yeah. done him. Uh, yeah. Which Jake says you've got to finish your own plate. Uh, Charlie Peach, careful. Uh, he would have won if he had eaten the sick off the plate. There are levels to this game. Uh, I think that's a level too far. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, would you like the video? Do you think it's bullshit, Flav? Yeah, I want to see the video. Yeah. Okay. Of him being sick. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know my Twitter or Flav's Twitter. Maybe just send it to Flav if you can enjoy it. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll look at it next week. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll decide. Okay. Uh, we we'll finish off with things that make you go hmm. Awkward moments. Here they come. Um. Yeah. So uh, Adam Walton, awkward moment. Getting to the cashier at Asda, just after completing a full week shop, exhausting all the friendly chat you have with the nice lady at the till, seconds before being free, she says, Your receipt is in your bag and you automatically reply, Yeah, you too (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is horrible. When you just kinda like, oh, I think I'm done now and then yeah you too is a bad one because yeah. you think you're you you think you're safe aren't you? you think you're out the door
1: you're being polite, you're being nice but you just
0: end up looking like a fucking yes. twallop yes, twallop it's a new one uh, Joe, awkward moment, roughly three years ago I went to H&M in the Trafford Centre with my girlfriend to buy some new jeans I jokingly started hmm. pointing out awful examples of skinny jeans pretending to like them to see if she actually thought my taste was that bad I got carried away Going down the escalator, there was a mannequin with some petrol blue boot-cut jeans. I pulled them out slightly at the knee to again to say, how about these? These might suit me. Her face dropped, as did mine, as we concurrently realised it was not, in fact, a mannequin. Rather, it was an alarmed and shaken real-life man. I think <laughs> and cringe about it every day. or oh, every other day. That's oh, not too bad. Um, Bob Green. One time, my highly unreliable Corsa was having work done at a grotty Mechanics. Throughout my interactions with them, I was of course bloking it up a bit. Chewing nice. gum, using mate excessively. <laughs> Chewing it. Geese. Yeah. You got a geese? You got geese? That's they <laughs> tell me about this. My mate my mate Bear, you know my mate Bear? Yeah. He's quite he's a posh guy, I'm sorry. And he said he had to go buy like some wood from somewhere for a fire. And he said he panicked and called the guy governor. <laughs> Governor <laughs> All right, Governor. Where, I went where, round to my ma-
1: <laughs> my dad's house because <clears throat> he just moved and w- I felt my dad I found myself knocking on the walls. Uh Port all this one, dad. Probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. No, that is- <laughs> you need a you know an if you want to knock this one out, you need an RSJ by the way. Yeah, it. Yeah, And uh, you knock on his- Dad, that, that ain't the supporting wall, Not that free. We don't need that. Yeah, go straight
0: through that if you want. But I wasn't even
1: being ironic. I was literally walking around, knocking on, going, "What could we do with this, Dad? could we'll do this?" Like, I had a fucking the,
0: clue. It, my, yeah, Craig and Dom do that. Any new pla Any new place? I go, "Yeah, yeah, you could go through that. You go straight <laughs> through this if you want." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, wonderful. so yeah, he was bloking up a bit, chewing gum, using mate excessively, the huge. The mechanics rang me up later to say the car was ready to collect and on, I autopilot ended the call by saying, love you, see you soon. Yeah. <laughs> Utterly that's mortified. You've
1: got to go in there. You can't leave your <laughs> yeah, car Yeah, that's there.
0: it. It's not even over. <laughs> love you. See you soon. Love you. See you soon. All right. Um, and last one. Oh, fuck. We've got Barber Chat. Christ!
1: I can't do it today because I've got to pick my kids up in like 15.
0: Oh, fair enough. Next week. Uh, right, final one. Uh, Adam Rowling's awkward moment. I was in the first week... I was in the first week uh, working at a hospital, filling, filing notes, when I saw a woman struggling to get some notes on the tightly packed shelf. Being the true gentleman I am, I asked if she needed a hand. <laughs> to my disbelief, she turned around with the case note in one hand, revealing she was missing the other forearm. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so instead of helping her, I decided to shout, Yes, won't be a minute, as if someone had called for me. This seemed like a perfectly good way to get out of the situation until I remembered it was an arm she was missing, not both ears. Oh, that my doorbell. I continued, I continued to work with this woman and the elephant in the room for six months and never spoke of this moment again. Nice. It's so than, but- she, what she... She's missing a forearm. They're saying she needed a hand. Um, I've got to get the door. You've got to go pick up the kids. So, should we go? All right. Peace. Thank you, everyone. Cheers, God guys. You. Love you lots. Become a patron. Hit the like button. Bye subscribe. Bye. See you soon. Bye.